When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Friday, July 1st, and this is The Rising Sign. Okay, so this weekend is really interesting. It kind of has a wake up and smell the coffee vibe attached to it, you know? And first, we'll discover the fact that the moon is in Leo and it's trining Jupiter in Aries at 11.49 a.m. This is happening in Eastern Standard Time part of the world, 8.49 a.m. in the Pacific Standard Time of the world. So these two fire signs together are dynamic, energetic, exciting, action-oriented, just boom, you know, they really put the fire in the space and in your heart and your mind and in your relationship. So this energy today is active, it's exciting, it's dynamic, it's energetic. And I think it will perhaps wake you up to where you're at, where you want to change, who you need to talk to, and what you may want to do to make some dreams come true, frankly. I really love when Leo and Aries come together because they believe in the impossible dreams. And they have the action, the vision, the courage, the charisma, and the leadership to make things happen. So that is emerging today, this Friday. And then this weekend, we have some interesting energy between the inner and outer planets, which is really where we can see some wake-up calls, right? Some wake-up energies, uh, starting with Mercury and Gemini trining Saturn and Aquarius. And that occurs today at 6.39 a.m. Eastern, 3.29 a.m. Pacific. Also, I think when we're waking up and we're smelling the coffee and we realize, you know, who we are, what we stand for, I think we can see things really clearly. And it's interesting, I didn't know we were going to go in this direction, but as I'm talking about it, I'm feeling like really moved to explore this topic with you. Last year, when I was rereading the text version, uh, excuse me, the text volume in A Course in Miracles, which is a three-volume study in universal spiritual themes, right? The first volume is the text. It's the theoretical foundation that the workbook, which is the second volume, inspires its students to understand, right? So I was rereading the text last summer, And I found this line that could not have found me at a better time. And it's amazing how, of course, I've read it before, and yet I never really saw it. But I saw it today, right? Or excuse me, I saw it back then, and it was just really inspiring. So the line was, fear is your responsibility to correct. Fear is your responsibility to correct. Now, some nuances. Fear absolutely has adaptive functioning. If we do not perceive danger, then we will not survive. And so I don't mean we act like there's nothing to be afraid of. I do not mean that we ignore when there's danger. Fear is adaptive. Fear is necessary for survival sometimes, right? When we're trying to perceive danger. What the text was saying was that each and every one of us are responsible to correct the fears that we have. Because when we don't, We do not see things clearly at all. We don't. Fear distorts our perception. It complicates our relational success. It invalidates our agency. It's really tricky if we let it 
just run rampant, okay? And so I want you this weekend to actually develop some musculature around turning towards what makes you afraid and doing it anyway, 100%, within your zone of tolerance. And by the way, you can do something uncomfortable within your zone of tolerance and your nervous system would not immediately shut down. If you do something out of your nervous system's realm of capability, that's not always helpful. I would like you to figure out what can you do within your zone of tolerance, right? That is still uncomfortable and develop the musculature around turning towards what you're afraid of so that you can wake up and see things clearly, right? Because last summer I was doing things that scared me, oh my God, almost all day, every day. I was so out of my comfort zone. I was so scared of so many things. And the more I did it, the more I stayed in that realm of, okay, three deep breaths. It's not going to be worst case scenario. I'm making up a story in my head. This isn't going to happen. The happier I was because I realized that I was just telling myself scary stories and there was no actual danger. I was perceiving it and it wasn't there. And then what I realized is that musculature that I'm encouraging you to stretch today, and I'll do it with you because this is no sage on a stage. You know, I'm I'm not anywhere farther than you. I might be half a step ahead, but that if that, okay, we're all in the soup. What happens is then when you need to do something you're afraid of, you'll think back to this experience this weekend and say, you know, when I said this was on my mind or I went after this experience, all that I thought would happen that would like really scare me or hurt me or harm me, it never did. I just made up a story. Okay, you will have this experience, you'll have this record of evidence, you'll have this testimony to move forward in a way that can be really helpful. So I just wanted to share that today. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing each and every one of you a wonderful first day of July, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. So I'm Colin, and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great Monday, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>